It's time to fire up the three-cylinder star drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction. And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby, science fiction novelist. And I'm Richard Coots, I'm found of pop culture trivia. Hey, so today on the show we're going to talk about a rundown on all the stuff announced and all the trailers and stuff we, that we saw from uh, San Diego Comic Con. Not all of it. Well, not all of it. <laughs> Just the ones we're interested the in. The ones we're interested in, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, first of all, let's start off with the Unbreakable sequel from oh, M. Night Shyamalan, Glass. Yeah. They, yeah. they released the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also watched the um, Conan O'Brien interview with cast and crew, the oh, cast really? and director. So that was really interesting. Yeah, um, I, I, I saw an interview by IGN, and they asked him, why did it take so long for you to get a sequel, mm-hmm. make a sequel to Unbreakable? And he said it, he said he... He had a, when he first made Unbreakable, he had envisioned it as a three film series. Yeah, and he said, but people didn't like it at the time. He said right. people. He said critics didn't like it. The audience didn't care for it. So he said he said it just really dis, discouraged him, and so he decided just to move, try and move on to other things, right. do other things. You know, I've. I know that Shyamalan has made some stinkers. Yeah, oh, he yeah. has. He's. I mean, the happening. The, uh, but the uh, but I mean, you know what? The guy actually will probably remember, you know, years and years and years from now when he's gone, mm-hmm. he'll be remembered as a genius. He really was a kind of genius, and he is. He does come up with these incredible stories that are really his own. They're not anything that he's copied or he's not rebooting anything, unless you want to, you know, the Last Airbender. Yeah, no, we're not going to. His his movies, okay, as far as I'm concerned, he made some really good films. He's made, Sixth Sense was just like unbelievable. The guy's like 24 years old when he Right. And then, um, you know, Unbreakable was really good. It's incredible. I look back on it now, I watch it again, and I just really love the film. Some people, it was just way too slow paced and had all these long pauses and stuff, you know, that's kind of Shyamalan's style. Uh huh. You know, I, um, I honestly feel kind of bad for the guy because when the Sixth Sense came out, there was a lot of pressure put on because people were like, "Oh, he's the next Spielberg or something yeah, like that," yeah. and he's like, uh, "I gotta make something good now." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he. There's a lot of pressure on him, and when I think that he works best when he's given time to just do something mm-hmm. of his own design, um, because you know he's pressured into making. I mean, The Happening was something that he's like, oh, I have to make a movie, so mm-hmm. The Happening. And he made this movie, and it's really terrible. You know, um, another one is, or you know what, some theories about it is that The Happening is his take on terrible films. So, it's, that's, that's it's, and, and I can see that to some extent. But, yeah, um, I, well, that's be, The Happening is actually built kind of a cult following of, among, like, you know, <laughs> unintentional B-movie yeah. people, yeah. you know? They like yeah. those unintentionally bad movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, Sean Lance made some stinkers, but he also made some really good films. I mean, I really liked Signs. I thought mm. Signs was really brilliant, and I thought it was... Well, was, till was, the end. Till you know, the ending the, was kind of weird. It was, it was dumb. Well, I don't know. But uh, I really like, love... You know what? You can take that scene where uh, Mel Gibson is talking to Joaquin Phoenix about the difference between faith and 
and and what we believe, what we know, mm-hmm. you know, like concrete versus faith. Yeah. And man, that is such a great line. I mean, and he wrote that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. So in the village was what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My was wife a, loves that. that. Was, I, I also thought that was a great film mm-hmm. until the end, which was again dumb. <laughs> That's the problem. Is some of his twists are with signs. It was a fantastic movie until the end. Or said, oh, these aliens that, that travel millions of light years, they have the technology to travel millions of light years. The planet didn't scope out a planet with that's like 90% water, which is their weakness. It's like, and suddenly, you know, a spilled glass of water is what's going to kill them all. I think maybe what he what we see with Shyamalan is a, is a young mind that is, I think, honestly, he really is intelligent, super mm-hmm. intelligent guy. Um, but he's human and mm-hmm. he makes mistakes, you know, and he's like, and he, it's like, he's young, he's testing the waters and he was thrown into the movie industry really young. So mm-hmm. we're going to see a different Shyamalan at 50 than we will at 24. Yeah. I think so. And I think his films get progressively better as he goes. I mean, Unbreakable was great. Um, you know, was a split was incredible. I, and honestly, I think that was a film where it was like, I don't have to do a twist at the end here. I'm going to make the entire movie ambiguous. And he did because you're not really sure whether this guy has powers or not. And then you see it at the end, and you're like, Did I really see that, or did I not see that? You're not really sure. And Still, it's like kind of ambiguous as to whether the guy has super superpowers. Mm-hmm. He does some amazing stuff, but then I've seen people on PCP do the same kind of stuff. Yeah, you, but you know, you know, the mind is I a think, really powerful. I think, thing. I think he did though, because just based on glass, you mm-hmm. know, this he's going to be like the big bad, you know, mm-hmm. aside from from Mister Glass. Um, I will say, um, I'll say this, and then I'll move on. Probably okay. from Glass, but right. Uh, about the some things I grabbed from the interviews was that um, this all you know how it's funny how Unbreakable happened was um, Bruce Willis was in Monaco um, and uh, Samuel Jackson just happened to be in Monaco too and uh, Sam Jackson's gambling in Monaco and he's playing blackjack mm-hmm. he said and there's Bruce Willis and Bruce Willis walks over hey how's it going hey. I need you to talk to this kid. He's he's a great filmmaker. I just made you know six cents with him, and you need to make a movie with him. You need to be in it. He's like, okay, whatever. And that's how it happened. It happened just like that. And then the sequel to this has been coming up, and they said Sam Jackson would drive up next to. He'd see you know Shyamalan driving around L.A. And he'd drive up next to him and look out the window and he uses the expletive. So mm-hmm. I'm really using the expletive. Jackson, but he's like, when are we going to make this movie? You know, and it's like, when are we going to make this sequel? And he keeps bugging him about it. And so really, it's kind of a collaboration between Shyamalan and Lewis and, you know, all, all these people. Um, so Lewis. 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 No, Samuel, Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Between Samuel Jackson, he's, he's kind of involved, like, you know, driving it forward and, you know, and uh, I mean, Bruce Willis. Willis. Bruce Willis was sitting there talking about how much of a genius this guy was, and he doesn't realize how much of a genius he is until now. It's like I don't realize just how big, how much his mind really is, really great in filmmaking until now. So it should be good. I'm looking forward yeah, to seeing. Yeah, I am kind of curious what his uh, tells from the crypt 
series would have been. It was going to be at TNT, but it fell through mostly because they couldn't get the rights to the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, I think, honestly, I think that what Shyamalan needs to do is just hang back and, and take time and create films that mm. he really is interested in. Because if he doesn't, it's just like me. If I'm going to write a book that I'm not interested in, I'm not interested in, I'm not doing it. But if I'm really jazzed to write this thing, then I'm going to take my time on it and do a good job. Okay, next okay, thing. Okay, next thing. Uh, we got the first trailer for Shazam. Oh, boy. That thing was cool. It looks great. <laughs> it does look cool. It looks and good. funny. It looks funny. That's what I like about <laughs> it. it. It looks light. It looks funny. Yeah. But honestly, I don't know how you would do a take on that character and do it like seriously. <laughs> Cause it's a, because it's a little kid in a huge man's kid. body. Yeah, it's a little kid <laughs> who's, who, who's given the power from a wizard to go, Shazam, and turn into like a full-grown man superhero. Okay, I, I don't remember who's playing the wizard. Who's playing the uh, Jaiman Hansau. Okay. Is that how his name's pronounced? Jaiman Hansau? What so. else has he been in? Uh, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, he was in uh, the Blood Diamonds. Who played in Guardians? Uh, he was in the first one. He was at the very beginning. I can't remember his name, but he's the guy. He says, I'm Star-Lord. He's like, who? Oh, He's right. that guy at the very beginning. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, he was yeah. in that. He was in... Is he from, from Africa or something? Yeah. Okay, from like he, Ni- Nigeria. Was he, in, was he in Amistad? I don't remember. Yeah, I think he was in Amistad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, he was in that. He was in that movie Pulse. No, Push. That's what it was called. Yeah, okay. So I know who he was. He was the Yeah, yeah. Um, it's him, but Zachary Levi. Man, I'm so glad Zachary Levi got a good... Uh, leading role like this. Yeah. I've been a Zachary Levi fan since Chuck. Yeah. That was such a great show. And what's weird is those muscles on that suit are not um, padded. Yeah, I told, yeah, he said, are those padded? And all he these people, and all these people on the internet were saying that too, making fun of him, saying, oh, look at that stupid padded costume. And he posted a pic on Twitter. He's, ridiculously ripped those are that is not <laughs> padding at all he is it is really cool catch the trailer it's great okay, uh, alright next uh, we've got the Aqua Bro trailer Aquaman. <laughs> it's Aquaman but I'm it's gonna call Aquaman. it Aqua Bro oh man but it does look good though it does look good I'm a little leery I know you gotta do you know underwater stuff with CGI but I'm a little leery about uh the quality in, in areas, a lot of it looked good, but then mm-hmm. there are some parts, and, and I know this is not going to be out till next year, but, yeah. you know, still still stuff that needs to be done on it. Uh, no, it's not. No, it's going to be out this year in December. I also watched the interview with the cast and the director for this as well. Okay. So, um, some things that I found from that was that, uh, one, Jason Momoa is a great guy to work with. Mm-hmm. They all love him. Um, <laughs> he is he and and if there's any guy that could play Aquaman and pull it off, it's him. Honestly, he's he's great. Uh, and uh, some of the some of the other cast they had to play in this film, um, really good people. Uh, and Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. And uh, what what what's his name? That's playing Black Man. Black Man. Oh, looks, Black looks, Manta looks, looks amazing. Awesome. He looks awesome. That's yeah. like right out of comics. Yeah, I can't wait to see Black Manta and see how he fits into the whole story. But I will say, there's some of those shots, like there's that scene where they're going down into Atlantis and you see the whole city underwater. That looks stunning. That yeah. looks fantastic. Yeah, it's going to look great. And I was a bit worried about it after they released the first poster because it looks like Aquaman posing in front of a SeaWorld <laughs> mural. Um, yeah. It, it doesn't look good. But, These are all my buddies. Yeah. 
uh, so, but but the interviews from the interviews from what I could glean from it, it seemed like the the crew, the cast, and the, the director all were, you know, hundred percent behind this. Of course, you know they've got money involved, but they seemed like they were they were had good chemistry. It's, it's pretty interesting that so, James Wan, who is mostly a horror director. Is the one working on this? Yeah, and James Wan. I don't know if you've ever seen him standing next to Jason Momoa. He's not very it's, tall. It's like a midget. Yeah, well, he's pretty short. He's, he's really short. Um, but he and it was funny. He was talking about directing. He says, he says, what is the deal with you? Uh, is Conan O'Brien asking, what's the deal with you directing all these really huge dudes in movies? <laughs> he says, well, and then Jason Momoa is like, well, on set. He's bigger than all of us, you know. And I was like, "Cool." And he has a really good directing style. All right. So next we have. We have. Uh, this is just an announcement. No new trailer. Uh, Krypton, which we need to get to reviewing that. Yeah. It's been off for a couple yeah. of months. Well, maybe we'll do that. But week. but just the announcement, and this is just an announcement that I thought was kind of a big deal. Lobo is coming to Krypton. Who is playing Lobo, though? No, nobody, no. You know who I want to play Lobo? Who? Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, yes, I want Ron Perlman. Either Ron Perlman or uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh, yeah. They both look, they're both perfect. Jeffrey Dean Morgan may be younger, mm-hmm. um, and, I mean, you realize that, you know, Ron Perlman... And he's great, but dude, the guy's almost 80. I know, but he's still doing action movies, he man. Is, he, he still is. works out. He's still muscular. He won't be he'll, he won't be Hellboy, though. Yeah, he won't be Hellboy. Which is a bummer for me. Yeah, that's a bummer. I'm surprised they didn't have much. They didn't really reveal anything on Hellboy, no. which is surprising because it's that coming out next year. Early next year. Okay, next. Okay, uh, next. Man in the High Castle. Okay, they oh released the gosh. new trailer, which looks amazing. They're They're like... Uh, Groban Fuhrer is, uh, he's like discovered that Gr- there's this Gr- ultimate Gr- group of Grober Fuhrer. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Whatever. German words are just German, too long. German stuff. Um, but anyways, he's like discovered that there's alternate realities and he's uh-huh. trying to like get in, get in there and he's yeah. like experimenting on people, sending them back to these other realities and they're like merging with their other alternate selves and it's like destroying their life. But anyways, the big, not just the trailer, they renewed it for a fourth season as well. Yeah. And that's what, what's great. Well, you know what, man? I mean, the book is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of Phil, Phil K. Dick's, as far as, my, as I'm concerned, one of Phil K. Dick's greatest stories. And the way they have been able to take that book and shift it into a series that's episodic is amazing, and I love it. I mean, you've got a great, it's a great uh, universe to play around in, and I can't wait to see the next season. Okay, next. Uh, the first trailer for Godzilla, King of Monsters. Yes. It looked, oh my gosh, I can't believe I have to <laughs> wait till next freaking year to watch this movie. I want to watch it now. Calm down, Richard. I want to watch it now. It'll be here before you know it. Uh, it's got like, oh, King Ghidorah, it's got Mothra, it's got Rodan, it's got, uh, I think, there, I think uh, Gamora was in one shot. I think mm-hmm. it was. She's touching like a head. Bill, Millie Bobby Brown. Who's it's, like Gamera. it's Gamera. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. You don't mm-hmm. really see like the full body. You just see the head. I went like back and watched it again, and, and it's pretty much it's pretty much Gamera. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, it looked like a turtle head, but they didn't show much else of him. The next, so, the next thing they need to do is have a Kong Godzilla film. I guess that's planned, right? That is planned. That's going to be out in 2020. 
So wow. So they've been wow. building to that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, this has got a great cast. It's it's mostly a new cast. You've got Millie Bobby Brown. Mm-hmm. You've got um, you've got uh, uh, Vera Farmiga. You've got Kyle Chandler, and I think Ken Watanabe is going to be back. I'm not sure. This is this is a great cast. But I it's mean. they it's basically no cast from the original. But I think from the first movie. But I think Ken wants. Ken Watanabe is going to be back. I believe so. My hope is that the people that surround Millie Bobby Brown don't let her lose her mind like all other child stars. Yeah. She's a really good little she actress. Is. She's an incredible actress, and I just hope that uh, her life goes well. I just mm. really wish the best on her. All right, next up. Okay. This was an announcement. No trailers or anything like that. Just an announcement. The Buffy the Vampire Slayer reboot. No. Okay. I'm just going to say no. Wait. No. Wait. Listen, people were flipping out, saying, oh, and she's going to be black, and Buffy's not black. There are only people on Buffy, and... and I don't care about that, but I just don't want another one. Okay. There's never going to be another Buffy. Okay. I'm getting... Let me me finish here. (laughs) Go ahead. After all that crap from people, the the new... uh, The maker of the show, new showrunner, who's writing and directing and stuff like that. Josh Whedon is an executive producer on this. Okay. And but she got on there clarifying. She's like, I guess I need to clarify this. This is a continuation. We're gonna. This is going to be a new Slayer, but it's set within the same continuity, the same universe, and it's just what? going to build on the mythology. So okay. it, it it may not even be called Buffy the Vampire. Slayer. It better it's not. probably going to be called something else. Maybe. Maybe Sunnydale or something like that. I don't know. But this is building on a mythology. Think, of another, think nope. of another Southern California girl name, Valley girl name. It would be good. All they have to do is come up with another Southern, another Southern California Valley girl name like Buffy. What would it? Miss Mitzi. Missy Can- Candy. <laughs> candy. Uh, candy. Candy. Nan- 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 Nancy. I don't know. It wouldn't be Nancy. No. That's not Southern California. Yeah, I guess not. Um, (laughs) Well, I'm glad it's a continuation. Yeah, so she had to clarify that. Yeah, because the reboot, I saw that reboot thing and I was just like, no. And then I was like, Joss, how much money did they pay you to do this? Because of all people, I could never see No, it is a continuation with... uh, most likely a black female lead. That's cool. And uh, but it's going to build on the mythology. So, I mean, the original cast may show up at some point. Maybe wow. even in the original. It's hard to say. There's not a whole lot of details right now. But she had to get on there and clarify that this is a continuation. It's there's. She said there's only one Buffy. Um, which which there. Okay. Here's my. There's issue. been two. Buffies. Here's my question. But, and this. Okay. If this is going to be a reboot, not mm-hmm. a reboot, but. A, Continuation. Mm-hmm. All right. How do they justify the ending of Angel season five, where the apocalypse happens? I have no idea. That's because just the, that's, that's going to be. It, it's that's going to be. They're going to have to reference that. But <laughs> Joss Whedon also he's running his uh, Buffy. He's ending his Buffy run again on, in the comics because they continued Buffy in the comics for new seasons. Yeah. You know they were titled season season. Uh-huh. Whatever number, yeah. but he's ending that run again. So I don't know. But they said it's building on the mythology original show. Okay, it's not a reboot. Not I mean, it is a reboot, but it's not really a reboot. And it's going to be new characters, but set in the same. Universe. I could see like you know where Buffy ended mm-hmm. and then Angel continued. So Buffy, you know, the series ends and then 
they kind of pick up maybe somewhere else with another Slayer what? and another. Yeah, and, and you know there's this whole deal about there can only be one Slayer and stuff, and they touch all that in the original with Faith and all that yeah. stuff. What if, like, all these other Slayers start popping up and there's, like, this Slayer war? That'd be cool. That'd be pretty cool. I'd watch that. Yeah. But you know what? Having another Slayer, especially if it's, like, a, like an African-American Slayer, mm-hmm. yeah. that would be cool. Well, it, anyway, she had to clarify that. So all these, okay. all these butt hurt... Uh, that's not a nice one. <laughs> that's not a nice one. But all these this is a PG podcast. Yeah, all these dumb <laughs> internet trolls wigging out. It's like Star Wars trolls. Because it's the same deal. Yeah. Okay, anyways, moving next, on. Moving on. The next one is a trailer, and it it didn't have any audio, just just uh, any dialogue. It was just music to animation, but it's still exciting. They showed the first trailer for the Invaders in Enter the Florpus. Yes. Uh, uh, new new movie coming, the Nickelodeon. It's about time. So it, it I looks, love I love Invader Zim, so do I. Bees! <laughs> I I need to go pee I have a mighty need. Anyways. Uh, they don't make cartoons like that. No, anymore. they don't. Okay, so Lore. Lore the documentary series. We both love that. It was, it was on great. it was on uh, it, it's on uh, Amazon. And it got renewed for season two. And again, it's uh, based on a podcast. It's based on a podcast. It's narrated by the podcast, you know, host. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's really cool. And we got a release date for that, which is October 5th, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So, Looking forward to that, man. Okay, another big one is an announcement is they finally announced the, I mean, they said this was coming, but they finally announced like the full specs and everything the Batman the original animated series Mm -hmm. Blu-ray set can't wait it's uh, they announced it it's going to be like 112 uh, for the box set Blu-ray box set or they have the WB shop has a special one that has like a t-shirt with it that has like the full lit the back side of it has like the full list of episode list of the first season on it. It's pretty cool, but but the standard set is that's 112. It's going to come with three mini Funko Pops, uh, Batman and Joker and Harley Quinn, an art book, and it's going to include every episode. But it's also going to include the Sub Zero and Mask of the Phantasm movies on Blu-ray with it. Wow! So that's worth it. It is worth it. Twelve bucks. That's totally Dude, worth I'm it. I'm saving up. It's going to ship in October, is according to the WB shop. So okay. All so right. save your money. Save kids. your money. Get work. Okay. Now we're going to get. We got two more things to talk about, and it's we're down to the bad stuff now. <laughs> And this is just my opinion here on this one. Other people may like it. I don't know. I haven't really looked at the reactions. But I, Alita the Battle Angel, they released a new trailer and it still looks bad to me. It doesn't look good at all to me. It looks lame. I've never really been a big fan of anime that much. Yeah, so. but they're kind of going for it. This is a steampunk deal, but my whole issue with it is making her completely animated. And they did it, like, so they could give her big animated eyes, and they're talking about how it's about expression, so it's like, that's not why they have big eyes, you don't understand anime. <laughs> um, it's like, go, go back, go make another Dust Till Dawn, Robert, you don't understand anime. But, uh, anyways, yeah, it still looks bad. Done with that. Oh, now let's talk about the, okay, so they finally announced uh, the price plan and everything for DC Comics, 
streaming service, DC Universe, and they released a few trailers, uh, but the first one they released was a much-anticipated, but no longer much-anticipated Titans live-action series. <laughs> that trailer was oh, bad. You remember, okay, what it reminded me of? I know you said this too. It reminded us of the uh, Inhumans. Inhumans, yeah. It looks like, I mean, this almost looks worse than the Inhumans. I mean, it's a It human, looks really low budget. But it looks like a bad fan film. But then there's a whole deal with Dick Grayson. He's like a detective now or something, but there's this whole part at the beginning of the trailer. He shows up, and he goes, hey, some guy's like, hey, where's Batman? And he goes, F Batman. And like, just But he doesn't say F. He says the word. Yeah, he says so the word. So it's like, okay. But, he, but it's not just that. He straight up kills guys. Yeah. Dick Grayson, like, straight yeah. up kills people. Kills people. He, he shoots a guy, and then he, like, throws one of his little R batterings in one guy's forehead. <laughs> kills him. You know what it reminded me of a little bit? The, the fighting in it? It kind of reminded me of uh, 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 Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Mm, we'll get it's kind of like that bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it just looks bad. Now, the uh, Young Justice Season 3 trailer, I, I do want to see that. And they haven't. They didn't show anything else. Um, they're making a Star Girl live action series. There's mm-hmm. gonna be a Swamp Thing, a Doom Patrol, uh, a Harley Quinn animated series. So yeah. we've got a lot of other stuff coming down the tube. Okay. Um, oh, I skipped a good one. I'm sorry. I missed. I missed one here. Though I missed two. Shame okay. on you, Richard. Shame on me. What'd you? Wish? I skipped over. Okay. A uh, good one. In Matt Groening's Netflix series. Enchantment. <laughs> Have you seen the trailer for this? Yes. It looks awesome. It's somewhere between the Simpsons and Futurama. Yeah. But it it's, is. Like, it's like it's like a fantasy yeah, medieval it's like world. Medieval fantasy. <laughs> and it's about like this princess that's like being forced to marry this prince and she just like leaves him at the altar and she's like this huge drunk and there's like this evil elf that she travels with. So it looks it's, it's what it reminded to... me of, honestly, what it reminded me of is some of the D and D sessions that I've been in in my life. I mean, just like stupid, stupid stuff happening I'm, in Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, I'm sure that's <laughs> a lot of the inspiration for that. But anyways, okay, one other one they announced for for Disney's uh, upcoming streaming service. They announced that they're bringing Star Wars: The Clone Wars back. Yep, they did. They, of course, I don't know how they're going to do that. Because my kids mm-hmm. were huge fans of that, and I was too. Mm-hmm. And we watched the trailer together, and then they saw Ahsoka at the end of it, and they went, "What? Well, she what? She, she appeared in Rebels. Sure, uh, Rebels took place. They they well, said Rebels. Didn't she bring in that Mandalorian chick from the other uh, from Rebels? I, I don't. That's I who don't was know. Standing Man, there. I didn't even watch the trailer because yeah. I didn't want to because I haven't watched all the original series yet. Oh, man. I still gotta do it. I gotta watch it before they pull it from Netflix because they're gonna do it by the end of the year to put yeah. it on that streaming service. You better get to watch but it. But I know. I gotta get to watch it. I gotta cram. <laughs> I gotta cram my animated Star Wars series. Um, but, come, come to Richard's house and he's just part of the couch like a potato. Uh, just become, I don't have... Well, become, I don't sit on the couch that much. <laughs> I don't have a couch in my room. But anyways, yeah, I gotta get to watch that. But that I know that's a big deal for people. So, yeah, I know. Maybe you can watch it on your phone while you're out for a walk or no, something. No, no. I, I cannot watch TV or a movie on the phone. I just can't do it. I got to watch it on TV. Okay. Um, well, that's pretty much it. But, uh-huh. okay, so less Comic-Cons. One Comic-Con stuff. This is just a quick site. Uh, 
the Castle Castle Rock is now on yep. Hulu, and you Ooh. need to go watch it. The first three episodes are up. It's going to air every Wednesday. New episode every Wednesday. So go watch that. It's, it's fantastic. fantastic. It is, is very intriguing so far. So and, okay, I, I want to say something about this because I'm a I'm a longtime Stephen King fan from reading books, mm-hmm. Stephen King's books more than the films. Um, there are so many crazy Easter eggs in this series that just made me squeal like a little child. When I, watch. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because there's like um, Alan Pangborn, mm-hmm. who was the uh, the sheriff in the dark half, mm-hmm. is a sheriff in this, yeah. and he's older now. Yeah, he's um, sheriff. There's, uh, you know, there's so many different, um, good grief, Bill Sarsgaard, who played It, who yeah, played Pennywise, played Pennywise, is in this. Yeah, it's just he's um, basic, is in and, it. And he's playing a really weird character. That I know. I'm not going to say anything, because I don't want to spoil it. It's It's, it's hard weird. to spoil it when you don't really know much. <laughs> it's not, there's not much, yeah. You, <laughs> you don't really know much. I'm guessing that it's there are It's only three episodes in. It, this thing should have been released in one long thing, because uh, yeah, honestly, but, it's but like Hulu bingeable. Does, yeah, but Hulu does that. Likes to do weekly stuff. But the if, series to string out there. If, if you're a huge Stephen King yeah. fan, you need to check this yeah, out because watch, it is amazing. Go watch it. Uh, oh, also. And even if you're not a Stephen King fan, also, go watch it. Okay, one more thing came out at San Diego Comic Con. I forgot to put it down too. Is Cloak and Dagger got renewed for a second season? Oh yeah. Okay. And it's in the uh, the season finale is actually next week, so yeah. we'll we'll, have, we'll be we'll ruining that, that pretty quick. Also, you're gonna want to stick with it to the end if you've been watching it because there's going to be an after credit scene they said sweet in the finale but anyways okie dokie okay and now to an announcement just you are going to be tomorrow yep at the New World Comic Con I won't yep. be there but you'll be there repping the con and selling your books so yep. come by say hi to Roger at his table mm-hmm. buy his books if you want to yeah please buy my books buy his books <laughs> He's a he's a starving teacher. He, he, he needs your help. <laughs> All right, or just come by and say hi. I All like right. talking. Movie so. of the week. Movie of the week. Moving on. What are we doing? We're doing we're doing Abraham Lincoln Vampire. Oh, uh, that's Hunter. right, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> Which is not a little known movie. It's not. But <laughs> but man, it's fun to watch. That it is movie, fun, but I, it's horrible. I will tell you this, I. I actually really liked that movie. So I like it. I like it a lot. I laughed all the way through. I especially too. seeing Abraham Lincoln with that beard swirling that twirling that axe. Twirling the axe. Yeah, he's got an axe and it's got like a it's got like a shotgun on the inside of it. And a bayonet. Yeah. And a bayonet on there, too. A bayonet. Okay, is that what it was? He was, like, stabbing people with a bayonet on the end of it, and it also had a shotgun inside Yeah, it it had a shotgun inside it. It 1800s technology was pretty darn good, apparently. It was. This was actually uh, based on a novel by uh, Seth uh, Graham Smith, (laughs) who actually wrote the screenplay. He also wrote uh, the novel and screenplay for... uh, Pride and Prejudice uh, and Pride Zombies. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, Which uh, also got a film. Was it, uh, there's, there's a Sea Monsters one too, isn't it? There was a Sea Monsters one? Yeah, it's, um, it's something like uh, Moby Dick. It's like Moby Dick and Sea Monsters. I, I didn't. So it, or, uh, I don't know, it's something to do with like sailing vessels. Oh, I'm not okay. sure, but I the, don't know. That's the cover of it has a picture of a, of a guy that looks like um, uh, Davy Jones from the 
um, from the Pirates of the Caribbean, oh, okay. like hugging a girl, okay. like, and they're wearing Victorian costumes. So, um, but yeah, it it's um, it's pretty cool. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of liked it to a certain extent, but man, I mean, I was laughing. I know all the way it, was, this movie. it was it was it funny. was funny. Yeah, so a lot of the acting is bad, and there's like a whole scene where they're like fighting on these horses and jump, uh-huh. jumping from horses, and that uh, was absurd. I know. He uh, okay, so he's fighting. There's this vampire, and he's trying to kill him all. They played by Martin Sokus, uh-huh. and. Uh, uh, I declare. I declare. <laughs> this is the best fried chicken in Badlands. He's um, from New Zealand, though. Well, originally, he's like he's well, he's like from this. I don't know how it's pronounced. He's from how it's pronounced, but it's like this uh, island off in New Zealand. Hmm. Um, he does a great. It's not technically accent, New though. Zealand. He does a great southern accent. He does, <laughs> but he's in. His, anyways, he's fighting him, and, and Martin Sokus knocks a horse over and then picks it up and slings it at Abraham Lincoln by his legs. <laughs> Um, it's so I haven't, scary. Watched, I haven't watched this in years, but I remember this stuff because it was so funny. Um, I watched it the other day. I, okay, yeah, okay. I watched it when it was <laughs> a in theaters. Little fresh with me. I, I watched it when I was in theaters, but it also has um, Rufus Sewell is the villain, the, yeah. the main bad, who uh-huh. is Robin Viewer. What I really, you know, what I think about that's funny. That guy, you know. Uh, what's his name? Rufus Sewell. Rufus Sewell. Rufus Sewell. Mm-hmm. You know he played. Um, he's played some great roles in his life, though. Yeah, yes. I mean, he's played. Um, Robin Fear is a great role. Robin Fear is a great yeah. role, um, but he also played in uh, uh, Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. He played mm-hmm. for, uh, Fortinbras, and was a compelling Fortinbras, even though that character doesn't have very many lines in that play. He was compelling in that. And he's been, I don't know how many movies he's been in. Yeah. He's just played these great characters. Does, there was this great sci-fi show on CBS that got canceled after one season because it was CBS that he started <laughs> called The the Eleventh Hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was a sci-fi show. Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean, he he's a he's a really good actor. He's, he's fantastic. And I, I watched like a special feature thing on it, and it was like... Um, he was talking about when it's a movie that is this absurd. That's what he said. <laughs> yeah. When it's a movie whose premise is this absurd, you try to find the the joy in doing the funny little things that you're doing in the film. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's almost like they made this movie and the, all the actors were like, really? Yeah. Well, <laughs> they had, okay, so they had Steve, they had uh, Stephen A. Douglas, who's Lincoln's, uh, 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 Democratic uh, running mate, right, and uh, <laughs> not running mate, a uh, uh, opponent. Yeah, uh, who ends was, up being his friend in the in the no, end. No, no, no. Oh no, no, he betrays him. That's right. Yeah, he no, doesn't. he doesn't betray. No, who? no, that was Joshua Speed, who was oh, like his yeah, business right. partner, okay, okay, which okay. is a real life. These are real life people. Yeah, but, right. But um, no, no, <laughs> Josh. But anyways, there's a whole, whole bit where like Joshua Speed appears to betray him or whatever to like <laughs> trick them. Tricked uh, the headband. Oh, yeah, I don't he remember his name. Yeah. yeah, it was just to trick him into thinking that the, that the silver, was, silver was on, on train. On it's train. Yeah, that's what it was. Um, <laughs> but anyways, there's that. But uh, uh, no, but talking about how silly this is, Stephen T- uh, Alan Tudyk was playing Stephen A. Douglas in this. Yes, that was crazy. So that's so that's how you get silly stuff in there. Was, uh, there is that. Um, Tudyk is hilarious in that and, too. An- and Anthony Mackie was in this. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then there's Terry- Harriet Tubman was in this. It's like, I had no idea. Real, real, real. Yeah, I had no idea. Uh, uh, 
Abraham Lincoln knew Harriet Tubman. Honestly, dude, you gotta. Honestly, though, you just need to watch us. This is the true history revealed. The true history revealed. And then at the end of it, it's like he goes off to. It's like going off to the theater, and it's like he's waving. It's like he, dude, some guy tried to kill him like several times this movie, and he kills him instead. And then somebody walks up behind him and shoots him in the head. Really? Yeah, I know. Come on. But I know, but it's like um, at the end, uh, Dominic Cooper, who plays like his vampire friend mm-hmm. that like trains him. He's a preacher. Yeah. Yeah, he's a preacher. He's like, you know, Abe, I can make you immortal. We can fight through time, all through time. <laughs> and Vanquish Evil, he's like, and he's like, uh, some, and he's like, uh, he's like, not him. He said, there are other things that live forever. And he puts on his hat and. And he goes out in the carriage, and they, they play, like, the sad music, you know, like the trumpet they, used, they play in, like, the old military-type films. It's like, oh, he could have been immortal, but he but he chose integrity oh, over, wow. over being a vampire. And you know what? And then he went uh, uh, Mary Todd Lincoln was much more beautiful in, in this film than <laughs> in the real life, oh, that's for sure. Uh, who played her? I think it was Mary Elizabeth, you know, Mary Elizabeth yeah. She is gorgeous. Yeah. And then you see a picture of poor Bob. I, I shouldn't make fun of her, but she's it's not okay. very she's pretty. She's been dead for hundreds of She's years. not for very pretty. I mean, yeah, she wasn't so. much like. Yeah, it's okay. Very frumpy wife of his. Yeah. It's, it's fine. But it, yeah, it was uh, basically. I would have liked to have seen a more realistic looking Mary Todd. <laughs> that I think that, that would have been a better film yeah. and would have been even more funny. You know? But it wasn't that way, so that's a that's a good. Well, anyways, go right. watch it. It's yeah. a fun. Movie. It's worth watching on a Sunday afternoon when you have nothing to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, until then, I am Roger Colby. I'm Richard Hughes.